Hello, and welcome to the Casuals to Degenerates podcast. I'm your host, Luke Probasco, and with me always is my co-host, Jacob Belleville. Hey, Jacob. Hello. How's it going tonight? Uh, pretty darn good. Grandma came to watch the kids. I went out, did a little workout, then uh, went to the bar, had some beers, feeling pretty good at this point. Nice. And then we got Friday tomorrow, so it's just show up to work and fake it till you make it. Tweet knows yep. what I'm talking about. Welcome, Tweet. Every day. Hey, guys, I just wanted to send a shout-out worldwide to all of our listeners <laughs> and all of my fans. I get a lot of fan mail. Thank you to everybody, um, all the haters and all the fans. Love you all. And uh, we got some other guests here. We've got uh, Chad joining us. Welcome, Chad. Hey, everybody. And uh, Ian, our power rankers, here uh, later he'll talk a little bit about the power ranking and how he had to like keep Grimm in line this week, I'm pretty sure, based on, on what these looked like. So welcome. Welcome, Ian. How's, how's it going? Uh, better than you and your Lou Nichols share this week. No kidding. You, you know you're playing for the playoffs this week, right? Yeah, I was hoping for a big night. Didn't happen. Sweet Lou, let you down. I, week's not over. Week's not over. All right. Well, since, you know, you all are here, it's supposed to be a quick hitter, but I want to get everybody's opinion here. What has been your favorite NFL move at the trade deadline? Jacob, I'm going to start with you. I, I mean, for actual NFL, I think the most impactful one was Miami getting Bradley Chubb. All right. But, uh, otherwise, it'd probably be getting a second-round pick for Pittsburgh in return for Chase Claypool. I mean, that seemed like a no-brainer to me. I mean, you draft him in the second round, you got your production, and now you get another second-round pick, and they'll probably they just they're great at picking those wide receivers. Well, yeah, and he's he's basically wide receiver three on the team right now. So it's like if I can get a second-round pick back for him, we still have our top two options but tweet what was your favorite pick here yeah um homer is obviously the second round pick i think that's i mean that's a no-brainer you get not only do you get the bears pick like because they're trash and then they didn't trade the Ravens pick, which would have been way worse. They so could they could have packaged a deal to get running back Armstrong. I don't know if you saw that. They they could have done that. I did. I did. Uh, I didn't see that move coming um, for Armstrong at all. But uh, I mean, maybe Grim did. He's a true Bears fan. He's a true. I mean, Grim. Do you know who Armstrong is? Greatest running back on the Bears roster right now. Yeah. Ian, Chad, do you know what I'm talking about? No idea. No idea. You just see their faces. No idea. So, Not a clue. I'm going to work on getting this clip up, but it's a great clip. So, Chad, we'll go, we'll go with your uh, favorite NFL trade deadline pick. Uh, so, the one that I was, like, uh, just shocked me the most was Calvin Ridley getting shipped to Jacksonville, the same team that he bet on his team to win against is who he is now playing for. It's a genius troll move by the Falcons. Right? Um, I I like that one. 
Um, I think the 49ers got shafted on their trade for McCaffrey in that one. Take it easy, Chad. This is a quick hitter. I asked you for your one pick. You're giving me two. What are we doing here? I have a second are you Are you doing, like, Walmart, Denver kind of stuff here? I know you're an Oakland Raiders or a Las Vegas Raiders Las fan. Las Vegas Raiders. And here you are doing, like, Walmart great value stuff to me. Just those two. Those were two of my favorite ones. Okay. I have a sec. I actually have a second one before we get to Ian. Luke. Okay. Jacob, what's I really, your? I really loved the the trade pickups that Green Bay and the Raiders did to get their season course correct. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. There's no fixing the Raiders, but Ian, Ian, what was your favorite pick? Was it when they picked up uh, Chase Claypool from Pittsburgh? You know, the Bears, that's the second trade, you know, that uh, Green Bay's offered the same package as the Bears, and the Bears were picked. Uh, yeah, Chase Claypool, I mean, I don't think he would have moved the needle that much, but our wide receiver core Green Bay is, is uh, needs some help, um, to say the least. But uh, I Dark, uh, dark Horse, um, the Ravens picking up Rokon Smith, I like that. Oh, that that's awesome! He leads the league in tackles. Like he's a great twenty-six-year-old middle linebacker. They're right. right. like, no, we don't need him. They're one of the few defenses that actually uses an off-ball linebacker like that too. So it's actually a good fit. All right, so I've got the I've got this clip here for for you, Chad and and Ian. Listen to this. We'll give one of those things up. We'll still have a second, and we're going to give our quarterback. Whether he's a one or not, Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool and Cole Komet and Armstrong, let's go see what he is with Cole Komet, Armstrong, Herbert, Mooney. Claypool is a man. He is a big body. Mooney is more clever, right? You don't want him taking a beating. So now you have Armstrong, Herbert, backs, nice backs. Mooney's a young guy. Claypool's a young guy. Komet's a young guy. Armstrong's a young guy. We'll give one of those things up. We'll still have a second, and we're going to give our quarterback, whether he's a one or not, Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool and Cole Komet and Armstrong. You know, you just you need Armstrong. You need Armstrong. Where Armstrong played for uh, for you and I back in the day. Is he's a stud. <laughs> It's just, I guess that's what happens when you... He, he transferred from FAMU, right? <laughs> yes, yep, yep, yep. I guess that's what happens when you don't watch right. any football and you have people write your scripts for you. It's like, I, it's I, like sub, he subbed a common last name for another common last name. <laughs> like, I am Ron Burgundy? It's like going to a Mexican restaurant and asking if there's somebody named Jose there. It's just like, come on. You know what? Fun fact about somebody in our league. I'll let you ponder on this. But they used to go to Mexican restaurants and just order hamburgers. Not No Mexican food. Just hamburgers. In our league? In our league. It's got to be grim. <laughs> I was going to say, just... Does he use five-star notebooks when he's making his orders? Or? I know. I'm going to let you ponder on that, but there is an individual in this league that that's what they do. Anyways, so my favorite... I'm going to sneak and hunch that. I'll, I'll, take, I'll, I'll take the ground beef taco and a bun. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I'll, I'll tell you my favorite move. My favorite move was last Sunday. Set the picture. The 49ers play the Rams. They donkey walk them. Come in. You got your running back. He throws for a touchdown. He catches a touchdown. He runs for a touchdown. He says, you know what, coach? I want my fucking number 22 jersey. You get Jeff Wilson out of here. You send him somewhere because I want that number 22. What do they do? They're like, whatever you want, CMC. And Jeff Wilson takes off. He wants that number 22 jersey. Fun fact for you. Jimmy Garoppolo has been the starting quarterback for the 49ers for 52 football games. In his 52nd football game, he threw a 30-yard air, a ball in the yard in the air for 30 yards that was caught for the first time in 52 games. CMC threw a 30-plus yard pass in his second game. Is Christian McCaffrey the best San Francisco 49er of all time? Yet to be seen, but I mean, making me look like a fool when I'm saying. I wasn't all about the trade a week later. Hey, we just stole a quarterback for what we did. I mean, sign me up. It's a, Yeah, I mean, it's amazing that they drafted Trey Lance knowing that. <laughs> it's like 50 games, and that's his first, like, 30-yard completion. <laughs> wild. Just yeah. wild. All right. So we're going to get in. Oh, first I want to make sure that – you guys go out there and you download, rate, and review the podcast. Ian, tweet, Chad, are you out there downloading? Yep. You bet. I'm downloading just like all our fans all across the world. You know, the funny thing is we've got like 15 more downloads than we have league members. So there's 15 weird people out there that are listening to this. I saw one was in Congo. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to Congo. International. International we are. All right. So I want to get into the NCAA news. Ian, you've lost Preston Stone to a broken collarbone. And Corey Rucker, he had some sort of surgery. Not sure what it is. So sorry for your loss. I know you were really uh, working on uh, Corey Rucker all year. You You were basing everything off of him. That's right. So, sorry about that. Jacob, we talked about last week, Samuel Brown had a foot injury, something to watch. He was on a bye week. Well, now he's out for the year with a foot injury. Uh, Myself, I have Marshawn Lloyd with a quad injury in their last game. We'll see if he suits up against Vanderbilt. Are you guys seeing this breaking news? Breaking news? Let's just get to the news and then we'll do the breaking news oh boy okay oh my god rinker oh no one no wonder they're over there nose deep in their phone and rinkers over there eagles are currently just taking care of business so okay grim you got schrader he got hurt not sure if he will be ready for this game grant for nebraska also got hurt C.J. Donaldson had leg surgery, so he's out for the rest of the year. Chad Kuntz is out for the year with an undisclosed surgery. I know you were 
hanging your hat on him and he'd be kind of a disappointment for you all year. But now you don't have to worry about that. Kind of is an understatement. So that's pretty much uh, the player news. In coaching news, we had Brian Harson was fired. Among the others that were, were reportedly dismissed were offensive coordinator, the tight ends coach, the chief of staff, and director of recruiting also fired. This comes 20 minutes after their new AD was hired from Mississippi State, I believe. So first thing, a new AD comes in from Mississippi State within 20 minutes. Like, all right, clean house on the coaching staff. So where do you guys think Auburn lines up with potential job openings? Like you got Nebraska that's open, things like that. Where, If you're a coach, do you want to go to Auburn? It's an SEC school, but is it a good one? Currently, no, but yeah, I want to go there. Okay. I mean, they, they do have a history, right? Like Bo Jackson, they've, they've got this history of like winning Cam Newton. So, I mean, it really just takes the right coach, I guess, to go in there and kind of fix whatever culture problems they got right now. But I, don't, I heard Deion uh, Sanders might be arriving in Atlanta tomorrow, and him at Auburn's pretty, pretty scary. I was just going to say, Bill, though, I was going to say, like, I don't know if the boosters will back it, but I've heard Dion's name, and if you give Dion the, the keys to an SSC school, ooh, ooh. If you're Dion, is, is Auburn where you want to go? Do you want to hold out for something else? Is Auburn the best you can get? Well, I think right now, is, like, his options for him are probably, like, Georgia Tech and Auburn right now that he could really, like, move into. I don't think he'd come up to Nebraska. Sorry. Oh, I but, wouldn't go to Nebraska. <laughs> but, um, I've actually got some. Nebraska's for Matt Rule all day, anyway. Well, if you want, you could sell to Dion that, about the oceanfront property that you have at Nebraska. Yeah. It's a great yeah. oceanfront property. Will look great. Come, come here and coach. So, as we get, I, I've got one Tennessee volunteer stat that I found that was very interesting that I just wanted to share with the group. So Tennessee in 2022 compared to the 2019 LSU Joe Burrow led LSU Tigers points per game. The first number will always be LSU. Second number being Hendon Hooker and the volunteers points per game 48.4 Versus 49.3. Opponents points per game, 21.9 versus 21.0. Yards per play on offense, 7.9 versus 7.4. And yards per game, 568.4 versus 553.0. Sneakily, we're seeing this, like, Tennessee's this high-powered offense with Josh Heupel, but I didn't realize like how close it is to that LSU Tigers football team. That's I don't know. That was shocking to me. I think they beat Georgia this week. It's going to be a great game. I can't wait to watch. I don't think Georgia's really wowed me this year. Like, no. They've been good. I mean, they've been good. I they're I don't think they've been as dominant as last year though. No. And game one against 
Oregon really, I think, wowed me, though. Like, first game, yeah. you expect then, a little then, bit of then, rust. What game was it? The South Carolina game that was just, like, trash? Like the one where they barely won? Or, no, Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. Or Missouri, depending on where you're from. But, yeah. yeah I, they, they beat Missouri pretty handily, but, like, for the first half, it was, like, 7-7 seven, seven or something. I mean... No, the only one to the fourth two. to the fourth quarter. Yeah, down to the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was yeah. a tight it was a tight one. Chase Daniels said he was going to buy a bar a round for like two hours if they ended up. Winning. Chase Daniels has made more money as a backup quarterback. That guy's a genius. Genius clipboard holder. Best gig in the league. <laughs> Ask Jordan Love. Holy. I gotta unpack a lot when I'm watching here. I gotta, I gotta approve right, some you trades. Want, do you want me to do NFL news real quick? Yeah, you do un- NFL news while I look at this trade here. Yeah, so NFL news. Just gonna recap what happened like at the trade deadline. Hawkinson, Hawkinson went to the Vikings. I think he's on Luke's team still. Or did you trade him? No, nope, he's on my team. He's on your team. So he's with the Vikings now. Claypool to the Bears for a 2023 second. Um, it's an upgrade for the Bears at wide receiver, but they also could have just drafted a wide receiver with that pick. So, big loss for the Bears, I guess. I don't know what they're doing. They'll most likely have to continue to lean on the running game with the emerging star Armstrong. Um, <laughs> Chase Edmonds to Denver, and then Jeff Wilson from San Francisco to, to Miami. I think Miami's just trying to get all the – like bad San Francisco running backs that were on the roster. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, wait, like Christian McCaffrey gets injured, they're going to trade for him next year. I think I think he's he's over there. He's had both of the running backs there in the previous. He's like Mostert can't handle the load. We need somebody else. Who do I know that's going to know the system that can pick it up? I mean, Miami's doing pretty well. They don't have time to wait on somebody to like learn the offense. Just bring it to San Francisco East and take care of things over there. But is Miami legit? Like they, I feel like adding Chubb is huge, just mainly because they they give up a lot of points. Like they can't pressure the quarterback at all. No, and they they struggle. Like they can score with anybody, obviously, but they're giving up forty points a game too. So that's why Tua's got to put up the points he is. So I think getting Chubb's big, but. I don't know if Miami is 100% legit. I don't think they can hang with Kansas City or Buffalo. No, they did beat Buffalo. Yeah, regular season, whatever. I'm just saying, they did beat Buffalo. Ian, that's such a homer. Like, getting Romeo Dobbs. Like, what are you doing? I've offered so much more for Anthony Richardson. I'm so upset with you. Go after... Go after Chad. No, Chad's going to be like, what'd you give Ian? Ian only traded him to Chad because he didn't want to deal with you anymore. That's that's honestly what it was. You guys are just going to make me bid up myself. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Then Calvin Ridley to Jacksonville. Naheem Hines to Buffalo. And Zach Moss to Indianapolis. I think Zach Moss going to Indianapolis is more of like, hey, if Jonathan Taylor can't get over his foot issue this year, we need like a more of a power back. <clears throat> Naeem Hines going to Buffalo, that's just a re- ringing endorsement for freaking James Cook. 
Like, what are you doing, Buffalo? They're, they're the same player. It's going to come down to who's, like, skillfully better. It's going to probably be uh, an NFL veteran over uh, a rookie. Probably. So, I, I, I didn't understand that at all, but... Yeah, so whoever has James Cook, good luck. Keenan Allen re-aggravates his hammy over the bye week. So that was... How's that feeling, Ian? I think he's on Just your team. Keep bringing the good news. <laughs> All right. Ian, you've had a rough a rough year. NCAA and NFL. Just You're the, the f- former champ, or I would... You're not a former champ. You're the current champ. Grim would ask, whose champ are you talking about? We're talking about the NFL, Grim, so we're talking about Ian. Okay. So, Do you mean the 1991 World Series champions? We're not talking about the the 2022 Astros Are you talking about the, the 2016 Olympic gold medalist for figure skating? I could be, but okay. it's a fantasy football podcast about our <laughs> league. And I'm talking about the NFL, so I'm talking to the current champ, Ian, just like struggling to get some wins. Last year, he snuck into the playoffs on the NCAA side. This week, we'll see if he's able to sneak into it. Tweet with an aggressive beer slam, whiskey slam. I'm not sure what's going on over there, but apparently he wanted to assert his dominance. Team Ringer just really, really setting setting me off right now. Is that a is that a dress or is that a teepee behind you there, Ian? No, that is my daughter's teepee. Oh, for all those that are can't see what we're looking at, there's a teepee behind Ian. That's pink. Sorry. Back to sports. Back. Yeah. Back to sports. Sorry. Just this is- a, just a quick clarification tweet. The five of us are the only ones who can see anything. That's how podcasts well, work. Well, technically, <laughs> so if you want to, if you want to talk about like, well, that, that shirt looks really good on you, Jacob, you're going to have to be very, you know, descriptive. Technically, Jacob, all of our, all of our listeners, uh, I, I won't say all of them can see, but I'm sure most of them can see, just not what we're talking about on the podcast. No, we've got more. I keep getting hate fan mail. So. <laughs> Some of it's in Braille, so I know some of them can't see. Right, I'm, I got to get through this NFL news. This podcast is doing three hours long. All right. Um, Michael Thomas back on the IR. That made me. So I don't like to root for you know injured players. Obviously, I don't like to root for injuries. But me trading him as a part of a package for Kyle Pitts, it just makes it even better. And the fact that I traded him to Graham feels great. That he's played basically two games. All right, and then we got Rashad Bateman out for the season. I believe he's on your team um, tweet. So least, that's that's tough to take. At least you didn't get arrested like most of your wide receivers. I made three waiver wire picks. It's big. Yeah, I mean, not not having his projected points in your lineup, we're looking at double digits right now. <laughs> so that's uh, that's tough. <laughs> and then. Uh, that is all I've got for basically NFL news. All right. I want to remind you guys that the NCAA trade deadline is tomorrow, or if you're listening to it on Friday, it's today at Friday, November 4th at 11.59 Central Time. 
So make sure to get those in. I do want to let the league know one special individual was offered Bryce Young and JSN and said no thank you. Interesting facts. Why is that why is that individual special? I mean I mean what what was the other side? The other side was Stefan Diggs. So Brett, yeah. <laughs> hey, just maybe, digs. Uh, just digs. Maybe, maybe he doesn't like slot wide receivers. Maybe. Look at tweet. I mean, I, mean, I know we can't. not even the best wide receiver on that team. That's like Buka. Okay. We know that. But tweet, I want to. I want to ask you. What do you think about that trade offer? Already they- ate that up all day, every day, ten days a week. You know, I love my college guys. But obviously, he he. I thought he needed a thought he needed a quarterback. <laughs> he did, he did not. So, anyways, going on, we got to talk about our Malik Willis. We had a first start of the week, week eight. The guy slinging it left, and that was pretty much it. He went six for ten for fifty five yards. Um, he had a whopping zero touchdowns and one interception, and he ran the ball because you know he's elusive. He's a guy known for his mobility. He ran for f- five attempts for twelve yards. Um, as as he led the team to a seventeen to ten win, based off of his leadership abilities. So, and coaching, yeah, and, and a little bit of coaching. So That's I know we. I know that we get an extra 72 points for leadership, and I think that really helped Brett this last week. So what do we think about Malik Willis here after this first start? Jacob, let's hear it. So, I mean, they won, correct? They did. Good leadership skills. I believe I also picked him up in two other leagues and started him. And and I won in both of those leagues, too. And then you dropped points. So, over points. If, you care, if you care about winning, then you should care about Malik Willis. Hash- care about points. Get the fuck out. Ha- hashtag record over points. I'm going to write down how many times that's referenced tonight because I lost track last week. <laughs> I mean, it's always about record over points. We know that here on the podcast. Um, so our trade counter, we didn't talk about this pre-show, but... Jacob, of these trades here, is there any that you want to highlight? We are now up to 72 trades this year, which Grim is a commissioner in another league that you're in. Tweet, how many trades have been done in your dynasty league? He left. Well, he left. I could look it he up. Left, so Give me a second. I'm in that league. Okay, Chad. What's that? What, I'm looking into the one on the other league. I'm in okay. that one with Tweet and Grim. So I'll All right, so Jacob, what was your trade that you want to talk about? And I don't have Ian or Chad's trade in there because they were very inconsiderate and didn't let us know that they were going to do a trade online or live, so I don't even have it on here. Which one do you – I mean, we have them both here. We might as well just talk about that one. I don't know. Yeah, we can talk about that one because the rest of them are kind of vanilla, to be honest. All right. Ian, 
talk us talk us through this trade that you did with Chad. Did you reach out to Chad? Did Chad reach out to you? Um, who was you know who was sneaking around? Who wasn't Chad, happy in the locker room? Chad's been after uh, AR fifteen and Adunze for a while. Um, <laughs> you should oh, paint a yeah. picture the 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 amount of disappointment on Jacob's face right now. You know, there was offers, and then the offers just stopped coming, so I thought he was uninterested. So, uh, shots fired. How many, so you admit that they were plural, so offers, how many do you need? All of them. Just one. Just well, one. Apparently, uh, just, apparently you just need a good one, because Chad got one done. I think the, the, the underwhelming performance of my teams this year just kind of got to me a little bit. So, I think I had, to, I had to do something. You're in the playoff picture, my man. Yeah, but if you look at AR-15, that, you know, he wasn't even in the starting lineup and he wasn't going to be moving forward, even in the playoffs. Uh, so, the way I looked at it, you know, I really like Adunze. They're, I think they're both Debbie guys, uh, for sure. Um, it was It was, at this point, it was harder for me to, to get rid of Adunze. An AR-15. Um, just I, AR-15 is just so uncertain. Like he needs to come back. He needs to come back next year. Uh, uh, in my opinion, I think others share the same I, same opinion. But um, the way I looked at it, uh, Dobbs. I really like Dobbs. I think he's a rising star on the NFL side. Uh, my NFL team needs something. So um, what what got me to the championship last year was just depth, and um, I'm just looking at it as I'm adding another piece there. I mean, uh, but don't you typically want like good NFL players, like somebody who's going to make a difference, not some scrub on the Packers? I think he's going to make a difference, maybe not right away, but he's 22 years old. He's going to be wide receiver one here soon. So, um, uh, and and then on the call, I mean. Adunze, yeah, I lose a piece to my starting lineup, but I got some high picks for 23, which uh, kind of moved the needle a little bit on my end. Chad, you want to speak to it? Well, let's, let's not bury the lead here. Cartavius Norton. Oh, so, absolutely. I uh, mean, two Iowa State fans here making this trade, so I can't imagine that was a, a tough one to let go, Chad. And probably, uh, I don't know how that f- factored into yours here, Ian, but I feel like as Iowa State fans, it's probably hard to let maybe the future starting running back of, of the Cyclones go. It, it was it was tough because um, I, I, I do like Horton. Uh, I think he's going to do really well there. Um, if he can keep staying healthy. I know he got hurt early in the year with the hamstring uh, there, but ever since then, if he can just get on the field, I think he can show what he's going to be able to do. Mine mostly was Odunze for this year to make a final run and my quarterbacks moving forward a lot of them are seniors so i needed some extra help there so hoping hoping richard up my first round pick so hoping so, that richardson comes back for that senior year i think he'll come back yeah. after his the season he's having right now i think he comes back well all right i'm just so, I'm just so disappointed <laughs> like I wish you guys like, could I, see I Jacob's face. Back, I just listen. I just looked back at the messages. I I'm so disappointed. 
Jesus, you sound like you lost your tender date that you, you know, were trying to get with for a long time. Hey, now you yeah, got a we'll fresh grab a beer, bud. It'll be okay. Now you got a fresh take on it, you know. Chad will think differently than me. I mean, I'm just looking at this offer, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, but that Nate's offer and what it was. was that no, offer, here, here's what offer you're looking at versus yeah. what it would be today are drastically different. I sent this on September 26th. That was yeah. all over a month ago. Yeah, ever ever since uh, Richardson's just putting up those uh, awesome that was, that was after his, like, two-point game. Which one? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. All right, so... so uh, going back to the other league, though, the one you had the question on how many trades were in that one. Yeah. Um, looks like there was three in the last three months. I mean, talk about it. we're in an exciting league, and I find this very fun. Chad, tweet, Ian, what do you guys think of this format? It's I like it. Awesome. <laughs> I think it's fun. I think I think you can tell where everybody has their eyes set on, like. But I it's, think that's what makes stressful. it exciting. Like, do you want to? F- Fuck around and bolt, or do you want to like just go all in on one? Uh, ouch! Ouch! Out there in the league news, in the chat. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get this out in the open. I offered Milrow a one, a two, a three, and then I asked, "Do you have any interest in Davis Mills?" For AR. Nobody has interest in Davis Mills. You're fucking trying to throw those rookie quarterbacks on Grant like a Grim style. Yeah, I was gonna say that's like Zach Wilson trade right there. Like that's hey, like Grim trying to hand Mac Jones out. Supplemental one, two, and three, where you can draft any quarterback you want in the first round. A two and a three that you wouldn't use on Cartavius Norton or Romeo Dobbs. You guys, you guys are. I think. I think you're falling apart over there. I'm going to be trading for your picks again if you devalue them like that. I think Jacob's falling apart. I'm falling apart. (laughs) Emotional damage. Emotional damage. When his wife asks why he's crying in bed tonight, (laughs) just show her. Just show her that trade. She's already asleep. She'll just just see the wet pillow in the morning. (laughs) <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, we could talk about that. all right. Hey, but you know what? Okay, let's get into our week nine recaps. So I'm gonna try to get through these, motor through these. Ian versus Patrick. Not much to say here. Ian keeps his playoff hopes alive with a win, one game back of Grim, and he has a hundred and eight point eight two point lead over Grim. Something to keep in mind. Jacob versus Grimm. Pressure makes diamonds, and it also crushes pipes. Jacob has a huge pipe burst in his locker room. But is there going to be a diamond being made over there in Grimm's locker room? Not in my opinion. Grimm had no regard for his own life when he traded his opponent and a guy coming for his playoff spot, a QB, 
Travis then produces 18.1 less points than all of Grimm's quarterbacks combined. Things were not looking good early. Then Martinez was inactive, giving Grimm a shed of hope. Singer provides, or Singer proved to be the difference maker here with 39.1 points, a career high. The pipes have officially bursted in the Who is Swag complex. Who is Swag has been eliminated. The farm system does what they need to do one more week. Jacob, how do you feel? Have you fixed those pipes? Are they, are they, is it still raining water in the locker room in the complex there at your NCAA facility? Or, you know, have you put the mend and, and, and looking for that 2023 crop of uh, freshmen? First of all, my name is Who is Swack? Did, did I say swag? Sorry, I've had a few oh, drinks. God, I've had a few drinks. Well, Sorry. Listen, both work. I would also like to say thank you because at the beginning, I believe you said Jacob has a huge pipe. So, <laughs> I, I definitely saw that when I had it written. I was like, that can't be, that can't be right. I added that to the show sheet. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I had been drinking a lot, and that could have been a Colin. Colin was. What's his last name? Coward. Coward. Could have been a college coward uh, moment there. <laughs> I, Armstrong. Armstrong. You give Jacob Armstrong, he's going to win. Here's the deal. We, we we were missing a quarterback. One more quarterback. I beat Grimm. He goes home, and he cries. Sounds okay. like a man, mismanagement. And what are you going to do to address it? Are you going to fire the offensive coordinator? We're going to need answers. The boosters are going to want answers. You're going to have to do something by the end of the week. Go. I think our boosters are actually fine because I think most of those quarterbacks that I have, at least the good ones that have been hurt, actually are probably going to come back for senior season. Well, they're fucking pissed. They wanted Anthony Richardson. You didn't get it to them, okay? You make a trade for some quarterbacks, they get hurt. Then you don't even start a whole three quarterbacks. You, we have like 45 spots. You can have as many quarterbacks as you want. You can't even put three out there? Boosters are not happy, Jacob. I'll probably have less quarterbacks next year than I had this year. Um, what are you going to learn? Mean, what, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Look at our quarterbacks on the on the NFL side. I don't know. Ask Grim. He can figure it out. Who's cracking that lineup? I got three top five quarterbacks. I mean, just – What do you want? What would you say, Tweet? Spencer Petrus. <laughs> make a trade. <laughs> Get him. He would have started. Who would have scored more points? I did make a trade. I did make a trade, and that's why I had two quarterbacks to start. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. All right, off. Now we go. Luke versus Corey. Corey loses this one while putting in a good effort, the third highest score of the week. You know, points typically matter, but not in this case. It's all about the record. His playoffs hopes are not done yet. Make sure you capture that one, Chad. I know you're keeping track there at home. But uh, with Brett next week, the lights are dimming. And Corey is gasping for air. (gasps) Luke locks up the number one seed on the west side. Next week, he'll be looking to lock up the number one overall seed for the second consecutive year with a win over the winless Patrick team. 
Getting into our next matchup, Chad versus Nate. Both teams have already punched their tickets to the playoffs. This was simply just battling for a little seeding position. And Nate win would lock him into the third seed, and a Chad win locks him into the fourth seed at worst. Since we have two teams from the top two teams from each division get in, so that would leave uh, Chad there with a fourth seed at worst. This one was close much of the day, but Chad pulls away here at the night at the night slate with a big win. Due to points, Nate holds a 35.36 point lead for the three seed. So Chad is still battling there for that three seed. But Chad, you've got the fourth seed locked up at least. But our game of the week here was Chad versus game of the week was Tweet versus Brett. Can't even read anymore. This this one was a close one and would come down to the last two minutes of the Fresno State game. But let's rewind. Sam Hartman, Mario Williams were very upsweet were very upset that their weed went missing during the week and they decided to not show up for Jim Bears in this contest. Would it cost him? Fast forward, Tweet holds a four point six eight point lead with one half to go. Mim scores a touchdown from three yards out with one minute and nine seconds left in the game to propel Brett over Tweet. This might be like the third or fourth time this has happened. I know, Ian, you had a late game where like Travis Dye scores a late touchdown to beat you that you should have won. I was playing Brett. I think Travis Dye scored a late touchdown against me to win. Now you got Mim scoring a late touchdown against Tweet. Brett's getting pretty. I don't. I don't think it's very sticky. He's getting these late heroic touchdowns at the end of games. Tweet, how did you feel? At what point did you go to sleep during this game? What day was that? Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh... You probably woke up and you're like, dang, I lost. But you didn't even know how close it was. You almost well, won. You almost won. Yeah, I went to bed pretty early on Saturday because I hit the can hard. Um, like 9.30. I, I don't have time for those Hawaii, US, UCLA games. You know, I just don't have time for those. This one was a good one. I don't, did anybody watch the Fresno State game? Yes. No. I, did, I had I had players on the team, so that was a wild wild finish. Fresno State really was down was. down by quite a bit, and they drive down the field, get a touchdown, do an onside kick, kick the ball, and then score again at the end. And that's what you know. Tweet loses on. I just I just hate the fact that that's how I lost. Well, now that you know it, like you didn't know it before. Well, no. <laughs> so that does it there for our game recaps so again a reminder playoffs are the top two from each division the next two best records um get in duh, despite their conference and the top team in each division get a bye so now we've got currently as thing sits we got luke at one brett at two nate at three chat at four tweet at five those have all clinched then you've got Grim sitting at the sixth seed. You've got the outside looking in. We've got our friend here, Ian, and Corey, who's yet to come back onto the podcast after you know talking about his team, 
Corey, when are you coming on? We need to hear about it in the chat. Let's go. So, I want to go over a couple playoff scenarios. And I want to go over realistic. Like, some of us are like, oh, you've got like a 300-point lead over another. So, if a tie game, like, no one's making up a game. Points. Records over points. Some of us care about points, but not in this case. It's all about the record. Everyone knows that. We've been talking about it since week one. Record over points. So, we've got our tier ones. We got Luke and Brett battling for that number one overall seed. Luke gets it with a win or a Brett loss. Brett needs to win and Luke to lose. Going against Patrick, don't find it likely. We got our tier two, our number three seed. Here's what you need to do to get the number three seed. Nate, you need to win and don't be outscored by twenty-five or by thirty-five point three six points by Chad. Chad, you need to win and outscore Nate by 35.36 points. So both of you can win. You just got to score more than the than each other this week. Tweet, you need to win and have a Nate loss. Since you're in uh, the, oh, I would say, kind of a little harder division here, record-wise, you're going to need a little bit of help. You need to win. Yeah, but I have more points than everybody. And I've been trying to tell people that points matter. It's not all about record. We should do something about the points. I'm a big fan of the points. you got to have a lot of points. Points over record. That's what I've always said. And then we got a tier three. Our number six seed. Grim is simple. Win and you're in. So Grim wins. Or Corey and an Ian loss gets you in. Corey, you need to win and a Grim loss and an Ian loss because you are currently 36.46 behind Grim and pretty much like a half game behind Ian with 145.28 points. So you really need to have Ian lose. Ian, you need to win and Grim to lose. You've got a 108.82 point lead over Grim. Win and a Grim loss. So... Are you going to be stuck by your computer, your phone, all day Saturday just checking those scores constantly to, to see if, if Grimm is disappointed like he has in many other weeks? I'll be paying, I'll be paying attention. You'll yeah. be paying attention. Of course you will. I, I did see a little sneak peek behind the curtain. I did look at the power rankings and see that he tried to be modest and uh, rank himself a little bit lower. So, I don't know. And me higher. Strange. So, I, I put up a, I got a 300 point week. Alright, we'll wait till we get to the power rankings. We okay. got some issues. We got some issues going on. Alright, Jim Bear. I want to say on my, on, my lead, on my matchup last week, I did love the fact that Valade went off against his former team and just absolutely crushed him. He does that every week. Yeah, but it benefited me. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. All right, week 10 previews. Jim Bear, let's hear it. Roar! I'm fucking here, bitches. Three and two last week. Eh, not great, but... You know what? We're 29 and 16 lifetime. Compare that to anybody on college game day. 
I'm the best. They're not. We're going to start here this week with Luke versus Patrick. Same song, same dance. I like Luke like I like my little Wayne. By a milli. A milli, a milli, a milli, a millionaire. <laughs> Not the best rapper. I'm white. Because people can't see me. I had to say that. Right, 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 right. Yeah. We got Tweet versus Jacob. Jesus Christ, Jacob. You just love letting the bear down. I go with you as my upset of the week, and then you just lay do it again. Big fat shit. I know you didn't have three quarterbacks, but that's your own problem. Just give me a tweet. I'm tired of picking Jacob. Oh, that's going to come back to bite you. Sorry about your luck. Are you going to have any quarterbacks to start? Probably I'm gonna not. Have, I'm going to have three quarterbacks to start, and then I get Gibbs and Bijan back. Tweet's in trouble. He's going to be limping into the playoffs. <sighs> Points over wins. Uh, I've got well, – then we got Corey versus Brett. You know what? The Bear is really loving this matchup. Brett's team's coming off a tough matchup, a lucky win. Corey had a very high-scoring loss. Is he going to pull off the upset? Probably not. Just give me Brett. Corey's too inconsistent. We got Grim versus Nate. One of the most important matchups of the week, like Luke was saying. Grim desperately needs a win or hot dog water loss. That's that's just facts. Can he pull that off against the struggling Nate team? Nate's squad is limping in after they got their ass whooped last week. I'm still taking Nate over Grim because, well, that's Grim. <laughs> And the matchup of the week. They're both on. We've got the hot dog water versus the big L. Man, this is going to be a doozy. Grim's eyes are going to be glued to this because he's already fucking lost. (laughs) We all thought hot dog water was out of this. But he's starting to make a charge. And with the win... And a grim loss, he gets the playoff spot. Big L had a monster week last week and hopes to ride that high to get the dub this week. Bear wants hot dog. Give me hot dog. Oh, wait. Give me that hot dog water down the toilet. Chad for the W. Chad for the win, baby. You guys can't see it. Because we're on that a was podcast. That's a fast moment right there. Yeah, you guys can't see it, but Tweet is literally wearing a Golden Domer's helmet right now. You can't see it. Trust me, it's happening. He had a big hot dog, like a hot dog hat on, and he threw it off. It's now wearing a Golden Domer uh, helmet. If I would have picked the hot dog water, I would have been in the Oscar Mayer hot dog car. But I can't. I gotta he's, go start, he's also starting to sound like Lee Corso. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was right a couple weeks ago when I called him Lee Corso. I also understand 
that I had an unfair advantage with my picks this week because I saw Nichols put up five points. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into our power rankings after week nine. Ian, as a power ranker, I will let you uh, take control of this. Congrats, Eagles. Sorry. Do the Eagles just win? They They got the big dub. 29-17. We're never losing again. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not. All right. Uh, Power rankings for college after week nine. Uh, Top spot, no change. Luke is still the top spot. Eight and one. Almost uh, 2,600 points scored. See how you you talked about the the points. The points matter. The points you matter. Mentioned the record first, though, right? Okay. I mean, eight and one. I mean, one loss. Yeah, they're both important. Turns out, I'm just really dominant, guys. Sorry. Number two, Brett. Eight and one record. Twenty three hundred and twenty point one points scored. Both are on uh, big winning streaks, too. Brett is in the, the two spot. Brett couldn't even hold my jock strap with how many like less points he scored. Brett, drop it in the chat. I want to know how my jock strap smells. Go. <laughs> you won't let him hold it. <laughs> he can hold it. Apparently, he, he, he could hold it. Well, he could try. It's just full of too much of Bryce Young and JSN that he doesn't want it. All right, coming in at number three is the Bear. Tweet. Woo-hoo! 2,414 points, .48. He did have a loss, but we bumped him up one this week. The record... Why? So why did you... The record is five and four, but obviously, as you all mentioned... Points matter, points, too. Uh, see, points matter. He gets to bump up, Jacob. See? It's not about the record. I've been telling you this since day one. Number four. Nate. Six and three. 2,176.54 uh, points. Coming off a loss, went down one spot this week. See, all about the record. Went, you know, lost, go down. Suck it, Nate. <laughs> Number five, Golden Domers, Chad. Six and three record. 2,141.18 points. And on a two-game win streak. Number six, number five spot. Number six, as Luke hinted at... Dennis actually put me ahead of him, but the way we do this, we uh, put both of our scores together, and uh, I had Dennis ahead of me, but we used Dennis uh, tiebreaker this week, so Hot Dog Water is the number six spot. twenty or 2,220.62 points scored. One game up two spots. One game, one streak up two spots from last week. I mean, yeah, wow. All about the points. All about the points, I guess. Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> number number seven spot, uh, Dennis, four and five record, two thousand one hundred six point six points scored. 
also coming off a win, but he bumps down Wong from last week. R.I.P. Number eight, <laughs> Big Pharma. Or if you, I don't know if I checked to see if you changed your name again this week. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> 2,092.88 points scored. 2-7 and seven record. Coming off a loss, but we did bump him up one from last week. So I'm, I, I get ruled out of playoffs. Like, I can't make it. I score under 200 points in the latest week, but I move up in the ranking. But two weeks prior, I scored 300 points. I'm still in the playoff hunt, and I'm still at nine. I need some consistency, Ian. No, it's all about big picture, Jake. We try to take everything into consideration here. Uh, You know, what what really are spots seven to ten, you know? You want us to put the point the most points from seven to ten? Listen, if in week seven I was in the ninth spot, I should be there again right now. I I need to to see the five-star notebook. I've got no business being at eight, and I, I blame Dennis for that. Number nine is Corey, three and six record, two thousand sixty-eight point six four points scored. A little bit of a losing streak of three, down two spots from last week. And then up the seller is Patrick, winless on the year, one thousand six hundred twenty-three point nine points scored, and obviously on a nine-game losing streak. It is amazing to me that Corey. Is in the nine spot, and he legitimately has a chance to make the playoffs. And you guys show him no respect, just none. Why do you guys hate Corey? We don't hate any of the league mates. Uh, we just have to put together rankings and take everything into consideration. There's no hatred here. <sighs> all right, all right, all right. Well, I think that does it for us. Gotta be tweets. Yeah, I think it's... He looks like he has a hearing problem. You got a lot of echoing going. This could make for an awesome podcast. What am I doing? I turned off Alright, so next up we have NFL Week 8 recaps. Uh, the first one is Luke versus Brett. Luke put up the second most points in the league this week. He actually paid me to say that as part of the recap. Um, Brett put points up matter. Most- points matter. Points matter. Points matter. Brett put up unrespectable points in this loss. Fortunately for Brett, he plays in the trash can AFC division in our league and is still very much alive in the playoff. So then the next matchup we had was Patrick versus Grimm. The battle between family ended up a pillow fight in their footy pajamas. Grimm comes away with the win. Both teams move to 4-4. Four and four. Patrick has now gone four out of the last five weeks scoring less than 160 points. He needs to get in that locker room and knock some urgency into the boys. Next matchup was Nate versus Tweet. This heated rivalry saw only one team bring the heat. If this matchup were a potluck, Nate brought lasagna straight from the oven. 
Guests had to wait 30 minutes just so they wouldn't scald their tongues. Tweet brought a veggie tray. Nobody ate the veggie tray. Gotta eat your veggies, peeps. Thoughts tweet on being the potluck goer that brings the stone worst thing to the potluck. I would have brought at least buffalo chicken dip. You brought a veggie tray to this one. I like celery and carrots. You paid twenty. You paid twenty five dollars for cut up carrots. Yep. <laughs> Shit'll buff out. <laughs> so the next uh, matchup we had was Ian versus Corey. Corey is now on a six game winning streak and maintains his number one seed outlook. Ian now sits at two and six, the second worst team in the league. Ian's farm team, Hot Dog Water, should see a good chunk of talent hit his roster come draft day. Unfortunately, that draft day may be day three. Our once and probably not future king should start making some moves. Otherwise, we may be looking at the next Nebraska, a frozen memory of the past. Nothing to say? <laughs> that was be- This was obviously before you traded for... You know, another young player, but no, uh, no, it, I think it's spot on. My depth isn't producing like it did last year, and uh, yeah, it uh, it's been a rough go. All right, then the last one we had was me versus Chad. Get back in your hole, Chad. Nice try, pal. I see what you've been doing, saving up points just to try and drag me down in there with the rest of you filthy animals. I'm over here playing chess, and you cellar dwellers can barely wrap your brains around Candyland. Next week, I have to play another dirty dweller named Brett, and I'm bringing extra hand sanitizer. (laughs) Yeah, uh, McCaffrey just straight up shit all over my team last week. He tends to do that. I can see that you were a creative writing major. (laughs) <laughs> and all of your recaps. Thank They're you. always well done. They're always well done. Double. Thank you. I feel like I'm also a creative writing manager with everything that I do. <laughs> I'm more on the hip hop side of things, though. Oh, yeah. 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 Like steampunk? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought I was thinking Little Wayne earlier. <laughs> I just All right, well, off the top. Do we have some power rankings that we want to go over for the NFL Let's side? Let's do it. Okay, number one spot: Luke Paydirt, five and three record, uh, one thousand six hundred ninety-one point ten points on a three-game win streak. I will point out that I had the next guy, Corey, in the number one spot, but Dennis had him in the number three spot. So cumulatively, that is how Luke ends up in the number one spot. So Corey comes in at the number two spot, seven and one record, 1,449.4 points scored on a six game win streak. Number three spot, Steady Eddie's. Six and two record, one thousand five hundred eighty-one point nine eight points scored 
on a one-game win streak. Number four, Dennis, 4-4 four and four record, but also putting up uh, decent points, 1,500. No one cares about the points. It's all about the record. Two-game win streak. Number five, Nate, bye week, 5-3 record. 1,353.46 points scored on a three-game losing skid. Number six, Patrick, pray to Godwin, 4-4 four four record, 1,255.62 points scored. I will point out, no change from last week all across the board here. That's why I haven't mentioned it. Everyone stayed in the same exact spot. Wait, I'm still in last? You are still in the cellar. Yes. Please, I'm getting there. <laughs> Number seven, Brett, Team Haith, 4KC, 3-5 and five record, 1,288.32 points scored on a big losing streak of five games. He's, like, Number heating eight. up, but, like, inverse. <laughs> Number eight, uh, myself, Team Ranker, 2-6 and six record, very underwhelming, but am putting up. Okay points, 1,379.45 points scored on a three-game losing skid. Points don't matter, Ian. It's all about the record. What are you doing to your team? Are you firing offensive coordinators? Are you firing DB coaches? What's going on in that locker room? I need to know. Got a clean house, I think. A clean fucking house. Clean it up. Let's come to that. Let's come to that. Number nine, cellar dwellers, but not in... uh, the seller, Chad, three and five record, one thousand two hundred sixty-seven point nine six points. Also on a three-game losing skid. Seems to be a common theme down here at the bottom. <laughs> Number ten, tweet. Yeah, no movement. Uh, one and seven record. Um, this lowest, is bullshit. Lowest points scored in the entire league. One thousand and eighty-three point five eight points scored. Six-game losing skid. We climaxed. 1,000 points, baby. I uh, I think Chad found out he had a basement in the cellar, and it's Tweet's team. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, hey, cellar, it's cellar sub-level two. Squad's coming. Squad's coming. I'm just so so excited that... I regret I'm... trading Brees Hall. That's my number one regret in my entire life. I, uh... I was like, man, I got a lot of guys on by. I'm like, well, luckily I play Tweet this week, so I should be able to pull out a pull out a win. I'm favored to win by like seventy some points. So I'm like, all right. Should have never got drunk at my bachelor party. I trading Brees Hall. I 100 percent agree, but more so like I shouldn't have got as drunk as your bachelor party. Because <laughs> yeah. I ended up in a broken ankle. Well, you win some, you lose some. Hey, so we have half the league here. We have half the league here. You know, obviously. Grim and I are doing our best trying to strive for consistency, but what are the thoughts on the NFL power rankings this week? No movement. I mean, that's what we're striving for, consistency. Let's hear some thoughts. I think Corey needs to be number one. Yeah, so Corey needs to be number four. Um, But yeah, Corey needs to be number one, tweet four. I'll go seven. Yeah, I thought thought (laughs) Personally, I think it should be Corey, me, Luke. I like I, I like just, me at I top. Just, I'm fine because so you know I'm all about points. The points matter. 
Points matter. Scored the most points in a single week in the league this year. So I mean, I I'm just okay, Belleville. Points don't matter that much. Points don't matter that much. Oh yeah, your defense is why I scored all those points. <laughs> I don't know. I'm hearing contradicting info here, so you know. Record, I'm just saying record, record then points. Record then points, but it sounds like you want to take into consideration points per week. But my record would already put me above Luke. I'm not keeping track of points per week. I'm just doing points over record, record over points. I'm not keeping track of points per week, but somebody saying, somebody told me... Track of, if we're going to keep track of total points, we need to keep track of points per week. I mean, I'm, how many how many points do we want here? I mean, I mean, I got one thousand sixty-seven. That's probably. I'm just looking. At, I'm just looking at two years worth of data here, and all time, that was the fourth best week that this league has ever seen. Two years of data. We've only played for a year and a half. <laughs> I round up. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I like seeing uh, how it's per- currently played out with me on the top. You know, sometimes you got to look, you know, you got to look a bit in the future, see, you know, how that total team makeup is. Kind of play that week, like, oh, do they have a lot of guys on by? Is that why they lost? Because, you know, points matter. Points matter. I have been told, I have not been keeping track of this, but I have been told that I've been a top three point getting team every week this week, or every week in the NFL. I can't remember, I can't remember who told that to me, but I, I saw it there in the chat. You just have so many more losses. You tell yourself that in the mirror every day when, you, when you're going to the bathroom. <laughs> Before I take every shit, I say points matter. And then I wash oh, my really? hands. Well, and then I wash my hands and I talk about how good my record is. Right, but think about it. Being top three in this league really means you're in the top what? You're 30%? Top 30%. Not 33 because Tweet's team doesn't even count. Like... <laughs> We know where they're going to be, right? I was so, top six last week. <laughs> <laughs> That's sixty-six percent right there. I like three teams. <laughs> Ian, I like what you guys are doing because I I think you're looking at the long term of the of the team of just like hey here's how here's how their depth is and not just taking into effect of like. Whoever may have lost, but hey, maybe they had a whole bunch of bye weeks. I'm not gonna like cripple them, have them move down five spots to only I know move, you're just walking move into back. This, Luke, but you're saying this, and Ian admitted to us that he had you ranked third. <laughs> well, no. Ian, Ian honestly doesn't know what he's talking about. Have I you seen his NFL second. team? I had him ranked second. Corey so- first. Jake third. I would agree. I I would agree. Like Corey should probably be first, just based on, like, his record. Record. His record. His records matter. Records matter. I tried to trade Cooper Cup for Trey Lance. You don't even have Cooper Cup. Imagine if Corey had Cooper Cup. Imagine this. Imagine this. Imagine if you kept your players and didn't trade them to Luke. Imagine if I just kept all my players and then just trade them everywhere. You you gave Luke like sixty points a week. But I will. I have, I have so many. I I had so much depth that I just traded away because I like trading. 
and Tra- I like to have fun. So. Trading's fun. But I also like to look at it, too, as, like, if you're going to play a team, like, heads up, if you're, like, between a team, like, hey, if they're going to play, whatever, 10 weeks in a row, how often is that team going to win? Like, so me and, me and Corey are 1-2. If I play Corey 10 weeks straight, like, how many times do I probably win that? Zero. (laughs) You guys have had way too much to drink. It's 10. Maybe even 11. Luke to the moon. If you take take the highest scoring week in our league and every team has to play that team, you all lose every single time. And that's me. So I should be first. You know what we should do? Since, (laughs) Since points matter. We should play records plus the median. No. Look at Chad. So upset. He's like, I'm in the cellar. I don't need any more losses. I'm in the dweller. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure how to take that. (laughs) I'm in the dweller. Deep in the dweller. All right. I'm just really hoping there's a really good guy that I can draft. And uh, and did you get any good information there? I don't feel like we gave you any good information. I say keep going. You know the best part of the BCS championship was no one knew the method to the madness. Just keep going. And then you know what? Doesn't even know the method of the madness. They don't, they don't know now. I mean, <laughs> I have no idea what happens in the five star notebook. I, I really don't. But there's a pigeon that brings it in. And Ian reads it. I think on the NFL side, honestly, and I I try to interpret it. (laughs) On the NFL side, I think they've got – it's pretty pretty close to what it should be, where it's at. The big discrepancy I have is over on that college side. I mean, you got Tweet ranked above me. Yeah, he scored more points, but I beat him by .38 points. I beat him. That's a win. Record matter in that one. (sighs) Jesus Christ. Brett beat me by four. I'm the second highest scoring team in the league. Points over record, right? Except I won. We play to win the game. But you lost the game. Yeah, well, I'm setting myself up for an easier trip to the championship. Yeah, but you know what's crazy about the championship? You just need to win. You just need to score more points than the person you're playing. So Score more points. You're right, Jacob. Wins. Wins. Thank God I can beat Luke. That's that's all that matters. Chad, are you trying to say that you should be ranked ahead of Tweet? I'm just saying. I got a better record than he does. And I beat him. Yeah, but there's like almost 300 point difference between the two. I mean, well, we... head, I beat him and I've got a better record. So, How many factors do you want us to play in here? Hey, Vin Diesel, it doesn't, win, doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. So now we're going to uh, – we got to take into consideration uh, – Fast and the Furious. That's right. <laughs> we don't we got to analyze each – how each how, how each team did against each manager. Okay. All right. you got to look into it if you're taking everything in for a full power ranking. Well, Ian, we you know, know you're not doing that, but Grim is. Grim might be. I think you just you look at it, you get your gut feel, you put your records down, and then you go back like, all right, now I'm gonna like put some analytics to it, and like, okay, I feel like Luke's number one. Analytics show Luke's number one. Got it. That's all you need to know. 
We're off the rails. 300 points is a lot. 300 points in our game is like 15 weeks in tweet games. Preach. Preach. <laughs> anyway. I scored, I scored 300 points. In the NFL? No. <laughs> in college. In college, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's a select few of us can make it. Some of us can make it multiple. in college. Well, most of us do. <laughs> no, there's three of us that have. <laughs> but, all right. With Adrian Martinez, too. We're off, we're off the rails. We're off the rails. We're at an hour and 15 minutes. We'll cut this off. We'll talk afterwards. But let's... Uh, let's wrap it up here. Anybody else have anything that they want to talk about? I just, uh, you know, once again, want to thank our listeners. Uh, it's always great. Download, rate, subscribe, buy our Patreon. Uh, just just bring it on. We'll send you a free t-shirt for every single download you do. Thank you. It helps the algorithm. DVDs, merch, baseball caps, hoodies. We're giving away a jersey, I'm sure. We have uh, Keyshawn Boutte jersey because he doesn't play. Um, so we're just going to hand that out these days. So. And, uh, and Grim is willing to give up his Roquan Smith jersey that he bought to wear that he cannot wear anymore. So uh, we'll give those out on the next podcast. Thanks to all our listeners. We appreciate you. Uh, you and Congo, Abdul, thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, that's it. I don't know what we're going to do. As we go out, this is your reminder. Hey, we're in the last week of the college football regular season. Go out there. And start your studs like Lou Nichols. Good night and good luck.